cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Future CEOs this Thursday afternoon here on Cliff Central. My name is Gareth Armstrong, and it's so very, very good to be with you. If this is the first time that you've heard the show, well, let me introduce it this way. Are you sitting in a cubicle somewhere and you have your eye on that corner office and you're saying to yourself, well, I'm going to run this business one day? Well, then this is the show for you. Alternatively, maybe you are in your own business and you want to fast track its growth, expedite the opportunity to be profitable. Well, then again, this is the show for you. And today we are speaking about a very, very interesting topic, an inter- a topic which is both social or has a social impact and a great opportunity for your bottom line to grow as well. What are we talking about? We're talking about enterprise and supplier development. Now, I know often we sometimes feel stifled by some of the things that government may push on us. One of the programs that they are, that's very important is the Enterprise and Supply Development Program or initiative. And today we're very, very fortunate to welcome to, into studio a success story in this space where they not only develop their suppliers, not only develop their entrepreneurs, but also celebrate them. So without further ado, I'm not going to say too much more. Let's just get Candy into the conversation. Candy, welcome to Future CEOs. It's really good to have you here in studio with us. It's it's really a, a pleasure to be here uh, this afternoon uh, with you, Gareth. Um, and uh, I have the great pleasure of having with me today two of um, my entrepreneurs that uh, my company trains um, who are in development currently. Uh, my name is Candy Tothill. And I am the general manager of corporate affairs for Tsogo Sun. Um, and we run um, an entrepreneurial development program called the Sogo Sun Entrepreneurs. Um, and part of that program includes the identification of candidates for our annual awards, where we celebrate and acknowledge and recognize the best performing entrepreneurs in our program. So that's who we have here in, in studio we with us. We have two of our finalists. Uh, yes. Ladies, would you like to introduce yourselves? Let's go with, uh, left, uh, on my left first. Hi, my name is Carol Sunosi, owner of Lefai Cleaning Services. Now, how long have you been part of this program? Uh, it's been almost a year being okay. part of the Zoho Sun Program Entrepreneur. We're going to ask a couple of questions around your experiences of before and after and, and, and in just a moment. Let's quickly go over to my right. Welcome. Hi, Gareth, and good day to the listeners. I'm Lucille. I'm in the Creating Unforgettable Memories business. Okay. I'm a tour operator. Oh, lovely. With a company called Cresco Tours. Well, welcome. Thank you. L- let's then quickly start with you. I-, I don't think we asked how long you've been in the program. How long has it been? A year now. Has it also been a year? Yes. Okay. So let's let's go straight there. Before and after. I mean, is this experience really worth it? Have you been able to get to gain value out of this? What value is that? Well, I've definitely gained it. Massive amount of experience and value out of the program. I actually encourage everybody I come across to get into involved with the program. You need a, I didn't think I needed a coach. And one of the benefits is that we got a coach on board and this coach has, her name's Queen and she's just helped me in leaps and bounds. So, my view on getting a coach has totally changed now. We tell everybody to get a coach. And thanks to Candy, we're busy in a, trying to get into an acquisition with another company so we can grow. Mm. And Sogo's son actually made one of their staff available to me to bounce off ideas with. And the, 
the amount of information that I got back, I wouldn't have got from anybody else. So I just want to jump in here very quickly. So what you're saying is that before this experience, you thought you guys were a a and away. You were really in a good place. Um, no, we knew we were in trouble. Okay. Because okay. in the tourism industry, you go through peaks and troughs. And sure. last year. We were there with the Ebola, the unabridged birth certificates, mm. the visa story. And when I first met Candy, my comment was, I need help to get to the next le- level. And that's genuinely what we need mm. to do. And the way we're going now, I can actually see the steps going to the next level. Not quite there yet, okay. but we definitely get in there. And it's thanks to Tsoko Sun's program. No, fantastic. Now, of course, tourism is a little bit different to cleaning services. Let's go there for a moment. Um, the, the growth that you've seen, the experiences that you've had, tell us a little bit about that, please. Okay, since I've joined the Tsoko Sun Entrepreneur Program, it did help me a lot because at first I thought that I'm working for Tsoko Sun. Mm. I didn't tell myself that I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. But with the program, they did taught us how should you run the business. And they did, I, 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 I did have that knowledge that now I'm an entrepreneur, not working for Tsoko Sun. Mm. It, it did help me also to gain knowledge and to you know, to come out of the box. I I had that corner of mine that I didn't want to be seen. So it made me realize that I have to go out and network with people. So with KND and the Tukhosan program, it did help me a lot. That's an interesting that. an interesting thing to be an entrepreneur, but also to be shy. It's a, maybe it's a, a discussion we must have on another day and we'll, we'll, we'll bring you back in for that. Candy, let's quickly just talk then about the uh, maybe some of the early ex- experiences that you and Togo Sun had in bringing this program about because it's been around for a few years already mm. but um, there must have been or there has been of course some growth that you've experienced in doing all of this yeah gareth um it really has been been quite a journey we started the program um originally in 2005 so so we embarked on something that we didn't really fully understand um back in those days i mean that's over a decade ago um and and back then uh you're too young to remember this but <laughs> i do um and that there was there wasn't this term that we now use so freely which is um enterprise development mm, yeah. that didn't exist um, so what we thought, what we were doing, we thought was CSI. Um, and we were working with uh, about five guest houses in Soweto. And um, we, it was at the time when, when uh, there was a lot of tourism interest in, in township tours and things like that. So that's how the program started. And, you know, I like sharing this story because while it's a little bit cringeworthy, I suppose, to admit how ignorant one was. Um, it's also valuable learning because what it means is that we've we've kind of really learned by doing, and yeah. we've taken all of this experience um, over the last decade and working with people and realizing that um, small businesses don't need uh, certain things, but they really, really do need other things. Mm. Um, and just sort of going through the process with the small businesses, many of whom. Um, about 80% of the people who started with us back in 2005 are alumni of the program and they're still very active in the program. Mm. I see them every year. They come to our annual conference. 
Um, so I've also had the pleasure of watching these small businesses while we've grown in our understanding of the pro, of how to run an, a development program. I've been able to also witness and watch these small businesses grow and thrive and flourish over the years. No, no, fantastic. The uh, the movement then, because I, I do want us to focus on this idea of enterprise and supply development and the real opportunity that exists within that. So when you were going for, when you made the move from really it being CSI or CSR mm-hmm. to E and this E and D thing, this uh, enterprise or E and S. Enterprise and supply development. What uh, what made you make that transition, or, or when did that actually happen? Um, that probably happened um, around about 2007 with the introduction of the Triple uh, B E codes of good practice. That uh, we played a role in forming um, or, or giving thought leadership uh, t- towards the formulation of the tourism sector codes, mm. um, and 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 kind of getting to grips with the fact that what this country needs more than handouts is we need to create a society that is self-sustaining and and that is able to not only be self-sustaining for an individual but to empower people to employ others so so you you grow the size of the middle class and so it was around about 2007 when we started collectively working with other stakeholders in this BE environment um, to really crystallize and understand exactly what what was required in order to take our society to the next level mm. and, and create um, a society of independence and um, people who were not only able to dream but able to turn those dreams into real practical realities. Uh, it's still, uh, I guess, so from a certain perspective, it, it can still feel very social. And I prefer to be able to think of it as actually a profit-making or uh, and profit-realizing opportunity. Let's quickly go over to the ladies. Carol, I mean, so uh, does it feel like it's um, a handout or does it feel like it's a hand up? Uh, and let's, let's talk about maybe some of the differences that both of you have experienced, this idea of hand up versus hand out, please. Okay, it, it does I feel like it's a hand up mm-hmm. because now they're also assisting us on growing out um, our companies and that, as Kendi just said, also to employ staff. They're also assisting us on that. So it really helped us a lot. Okay. Yes. Um, would it be – what would maybe make that sound more like a hand up than a hand out? Well, what would be the hand out if someone just gave you something versus helping you to do it? What has been your experience with Torgerson coming in? Do they tell you what to do or do they help you realize what to do? What's the process, please? I'm going to go a step back. Okay. Um, I had funding initially from TEP, Tourism Enterprise Propeller. Unfortunately, they're not really existing at the moment. Mm. The funding's been cut back. There it was a lot of handouts. Okay. And I think if you in the beginning stages of the company, the in introductory stages, you need that. But I think we've got both Carol and I've got to the next stage where we needing the help to get to the next step. And Sorko's definitely not told us, uh, given us any handouts. It's all hand ups. It's the like I said earlier with my coach, you actually she takes you and pushes you to the next level and she makes you think. Mm. So, and the advice that I've got is incredible. And 
I've been pushed out of my comfort zone because otherwise you would never have got me behind the mic. It's not an, you know, what the, what our people go through, the people that make it, first of all, it's very difficult to actually get your foot in the door of the program. There's a very, um, very strict process that we follow and there's assessments and there's a whole sort of set of criteria that people have to meet. Um, and then we only take on um, maximum of 30 new people every year. Okay. Um, and there are ex- the, 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 the process that we go through with these people, um, I believe, and from what I've seen, um, is, is not only changing and, and uh, empowering for their businesses, but it's actually a kind of a life-changing process. Mm. Um, and, and part of what we, what we put down is that You've put yourself in this position where you are part of a development program and we can, we can show you what we know and we can work with you. But there are huge expectations, um, in terms of your performance and how you are going to run your business and things like that, that actually make it, uh, they, it is a, it is a hand up. Mm. But it's not about us. Sure. It's all about them. And have, have you guys you know, had that's to, the big thing. Have you guys had to um, ask people to leave the program because they haven't been able to um, – I don't want to use the word comply, but maybe that's the right word. They haven't been able to quite keep up with what your expectations are. What we do is we, we haven't had to ask people to leave because we have um, – a process that we follow prior to entry. Sure. So, so we classify people prior to entry, and those people um, go through something called a predictive index, which is a, sort of like a psychometric test. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty, well, at the moment, 100% uh, clear on whether or not you're a logical or a good fit for the program. Very nice. Those people who aren't, uh, we don't accept into the program, but we do refer them elsewhere. How do you determine whether someone is shy or not? So, for example, Carol, I mean, she speaks about this very introverted, shy side Look of herself. Look at her on the radio. Yeah, no, no, it's fantastic. And you're looking fantastic as well. Uh, but how do you determine uh, or how do you bypass some of those challenges that exist um, and then help them to be profitable? And I use that word mm. deliberately because I want to talk a little bit with you about this idea of profit yes. and how enterprise and supply development is a very profitable initiative or program that you can run but anyway let's go back to the idea of yes how do we get past some of those so it's not about whether you're shy or not it's about the way that you think about things it's the processes that you use yeah uh so so shyness we can work with um in fact there's most things we can work with in in a person who wants to be worked with um, so we look at things like your attitude, your willingness, your desire to change, um, what you need. I mean, there's some businesses that you run that, you know, you don't necessarily need to be in the limelight all the time. Yep. Um, and um, working with people and, and really giving them the opportunity to see themselves in the eyes of others is, is what we, I believe, are, are doing um, from this point of view. And in particular with our finalists, once we get the finalists, because we, we work with finalists um, even, even more uh, strongly over the period between uh, the finalist announcement and the awards, uh, the final award uh, presentation. But those people are usually, um, they have it, everyone has it in them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's yeah, almost like you've, you found this diamond and you just, they're waiting to be polished. And, and what we do is we, we help people, 
um, to believe in themselves. It's such a pity sometimes that, that what we do is we look at the exception, which are these sometimes exceptional entrepreneurs or exceptional individuals, these leaders, and we try and um, – and, and not we try, we do. We measure ourselves against them and we say, well, we can never be like them, so we can't do it. Yeah. I love what you're having – what yeah. you're sharing here. Um, maybe we can go um, – some of the – what's the greatest challenge that you faced – when you, or maybe what's the greatest personal barrier that you've had to overcome being part of this program? <laughs> Photographs. <laughs> Photographs, okay. Explain. Uh, the, I'm normally behind the camera taking okay. photos of the clients. Okay. And the, at our first session, I said to Candy, I'm normally behind the camera, and she said to me, my girl, you're going to have to get used to being in front of the camera, mm. and I have learned. <laughs> okay, very good. I, in fact, we were at the, the announcement yes. of the finalists. We were Correct. standing next to each other Correct. in front of the camera. Fantastic. <laughs> so so uh, it's what it, it definitely is. The program's actually taught me, and it did, it, what Candy said. You actually realize that you're better than what you expected that you to be you mm. didn't i didn't realize that we had achieved as much as we achieved but thanks to candy and the group we we awake and we and it gives you energy because mm. then you're ready to chase the next challenge it's i mean what a remarkable thing to be able to hear maybe for candy for you on an ongoing basis this reaffirmation of your efforts uh, in this kind of forum where people are thanking you and you just see that growth and you experience that growth. Carol, so yours was then definitely the shyness thing. Is that right? Yes. And interviews, you know, mingling with people, people like the newspapers asking you questions. I yeah. was like, really? <laughs> I don't believe it's me. I can't do this. <laughs> sure, sure. But 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 here you are. <laughs> um, I, I want... Each of you, please, as we, because we, I mean, time moves quickly in studio. So as we are begin to wind down, please just think very carefully what you can both, both of you share with our future CEOs community as a final thought. Um, before we go to our final thoughts, Candy, let's quickly talk about this idea of enterprise and supply development mm. being a profitable, um, both meaningful, but certainly a profitable thing for all businesses to be able to participate in. Mm. Well, I think, uh, you know, I, sp I speak uh, from our experience at Sogol, and um, I think that the, the important thing is to start with why, you know, the question of why you are embarking on an enterprise and supplier development uh, program. Mm. Um, and and once, once you've answered that question, the rest will sort of fall into place. Importantly, um, a business should never undertake something like supplier development in particular um, when supplier when the suppliers that they're dealing with are not in line with their, their procurement policies and practices. So you've got to start with the needs of the business first sure. um, and then make sure that how you select uh, your development candidates falls in line uh, with with those policies and practices. The business obviously must always come first. Mm. And that's why there's no place really for these words, hand up, hand out. It's all about business. And it's all about doing business well and doing business in a in a way that is sustainable. And um, in South Africa in particular, we, we, as we all know, have an unusual set of circumstances. So to do business well in South Africa, um, you're looking at a different set of circumstances for your business um, that have to be in context and taken in context uh, for the South African um, 
uh, economy, etc. You, you've been able to celebrate entrepreneurs on an ongoing basis now, and we're so appreciative of your efforts. And it, it really is you, you develop them, but you also then celebrate them. Uh, just maybe in summary for, uh, from you, what, what are the values that you believe all of these kind of programs should be built upon? So there is a lot of people will ask about the money side of it. They will see, is it actually worth doing? Um, but they technically have to do it in some form or another. Mm. Uh, what values would you say are the most important, three or four values that you should be building this kind of initiative around or on, please? Uh, well, if, if organizations are going to want to create their own development programs or if they're going to want to invest in external development programs or source um, development specialists to assist them, um, I would say that the first thing they need to look at is, uh, is the, business, uh, the business case, why are they doing it. Um, and how is it going to be good for their business? Sure. Um, the second thing is that the development itself um, must select candidates who are, in fact, entrepreneurs. And and the word entrepreneur is used quite loosely yeah, uh, it is. today. Too loosely. Um, and and not the the honest truth is that not everybody is an entrepreneur. Yeah, even if they insist that they are. And right? and you know. Sometimes, that's why I said sometimes we refer people elsewhere. There have been people who have come through our program that we have actually encouraged to go back to their day job because certain people are not going to flourish and thrive yep. in an entrepreneurial environment. Mm. It takes a very particular kind of individual to be able to run their own business and to keep running it and not throw in the towel when the going gets tough. Um, so I would say, you know, really understand understand what is somebody who's running their own business. Don't use the word entrepreneur loosely. Um, and, and don't consider the arrangement as anything but a business transaction. Mm. Doing bus big business, doing business with small business must be considered in exactly the same way as big business doing business with big business. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and I believe that that really is the key because uh, it, it benefits the small business to be treated with the exact same set of, of requirements mm -hmm. um, because then they step up to the plate. Exactly. And, oh, and that's nice. what they need to do. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you, Candy. It was, it's great to have you. Um, and let me um, say this as a punt for, for you and your insights. Uh, I was in the very fortunate position of having to, having to edit our Women's Forum discussion <laughs> a few, from, from a few weeks ago. We, we sat together at Leader X at Santa Convention Center. I was in the crowd because it was a women's only session. Yes, as um, you should have been there. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and uh, your insights were fantastic. And so if anyone wants to hear, and you all should be listening uh, to that conversation, <laughs> Go to cliffcentral.com. You can download it there. It's the Women's Forum. Before we break, before we, we part company here, let's um, have those, those words of wisdom to our future CEOs community. Carol, would you like to start? Okay. All I can say is whatever you want, don't lose hope. Strive for it. Go for it. And just do it. Don't lose hope. Very, don't very, hope. very, very nice. Carol said it perfectly. Mine would be the same if you dream it. Stick to it. You're not going to always get it straight away, but keep on going at it, and you'll eventually get there. You might not be in the same industry as you'd hoped to be in. It might be a different industry, mm -hmm. but just hold on to your dreams and go for it. 
Fantastic. Well, ladies, thank you so very much for being part of the discussion today. It is a very important discussion to have. Uh, we're going to have to treat it a little bit differently in the next discussion um, because we do want to get down to the nitty-gritty and try and solve some of the, the, the problems that we have in this country. Thank you for being part of the solution, all of you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for the opportunity, Gareth. All right, we'll be back with you after this. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.